Coming to you live from the Morningstar Mission Sponsored Studios, this is Carl and Crew Mornings on 90.1 FM Moody Radio. A total eclipse of my heart. <laughs> Why are you singing that song? You guys it's don't a great know. song. I that, love it. That's a, that's a clue. That's right. Come on, give me. Come, come, on, on. come on. Wait till everyone clicks in Super Deck. Okay. Turn around every now and then. I'm trying to sing the song so I can figure out what you're talking it's about. It's not a song about <laughs> salvation, even though turn around is what we need to do. <laughs> there you go. Total eclipse of the heart. Mm. Uh, there was a full eclipse of the moon this morning, guys. Oh. The lunar eclipse. Yeah, oh, and it was really? so yeah. good. My bride and I got up to watch it. What is, so remind me, what is the lunar eclipse? I can never get these things straight. What does this one look like? What is a lunar eclipse, Super Die? It passes through, like, between the Earth and the sun. Yes. Okay. And you kind of just see just a slight rim of, of around it. Yeah. It's cool. Well, it's well, really a coal. Where the Earth is dead center. Right. So it's like, boom, block yeah. the reflection of the moon. Wait, mm-hmm. so you could see this this morning? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But isn't the, so does that mean when the moon passes by now that the sun's just going to be out like it doesn't have to rise today? Because if it's behind the moon already, <laughs> then it must be pretty decently set in the sky. It's on the other side of the earth, dude. What? I don't know what the, okay, I don't know how this Jonathan, works. I, I don't I, get it. I get it. I mean, I don't, I, I feel like, a feel like it's So you got three shadow. quarters, one quarter is a light, and then you got two other quarters that shines on, you get one quarter in front of the other quarter, and it blocks out the sun from that Well, that's quarter. what I'm saying. Okay, so did you see a picture of this, or did you see this while you were driving into work today? I saw it standing on my rooftop deck okay. with my bride. I can't understand this. I don't well, get it. That's why we're sticking to spiritual things, all things the word again. That was incredible. That was cool, too. I did see last night's moon. The moons lately have been great. My son has been tracking the moons every, uh, like, all all month. What's going on for school? Science project. Learning about it. So he's like, he goes and he checks online to see what it was that day if he can't see it outside. Because in the city, you know, you don't always get great views. Yeah. He's like, oh, it's a waning gibbous. It's so waxing. <laughs> that's a very that's a very kid school thing. Yeah. So he's got his little moon phases journal. Aww. I love it. He tracks it yep, day yep. by day. Then he gets those. days behind and he panics a little bit. <laughs> what do I do? Now five that's days funny. worth of moons to track. A total eclipse of the heart. Man, you sound wow. just like her. Well, actually, she sounds like she gargles razor blades for breakfast, that girl, but she's a great singer, isn't she? <laughs> I love What's Cindy Lauper. Cindy Lauper, Cindy Lauper yeah. No. Was that Cindy Lauper? It's Bonnie. Um... Oh, Bonnie. No, not Bonnie Raitt. No. Oh, now you're goofing at Bonnie Tyler. Thank Bonnie you. Tyler. You're right. Thank I bet you. it's not yeah. Cindy Lauper. You're right. That's right. My, Cindy Lauper. My mind's not working fast enough. But morning. they both have similar voices. They have a similar voice. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> What? I can't even Cindy's do it. Cindy's got a little bit more of that higher. Yeah, a little higher. Squeaky. Yeah. <laughs> you okay, Young Thunder? No, you guys make me laugh. Why do you all bundled up like it's I winter know, outside? Like going to a game. Well, this because. There's a Bears fan over here. I know. I, I put a, it's now like winter hat time. Do you have a bedazzled No, hat? it's not bedazzled. It Check this lights out. up. Oh, I was going to say, dude. Oh, my word. Oh, Somebody a, get a video of this. We need a pick of this. That's it's Bears sure. Christmas. All right. We're going to get a video and it's put it. It's a very berry <laughs> Christmas. Oh, with the puns. <laughs> yes. A light up winter hat. Is it powered by a battery pack? Yeah. So on the, like, you know, on the inside here where the, the, the front kind of folds up, uh-huh. it's oh got goodness. a ton of wires. And then in the back, there's a little like switch. <laughs> 
high tech. It is. Dude, do you drive down the road in the morning when it's pitch black out with that thing Yo, on your only head? Only when I'm really angry at people who are okay, coming off or something to blind them. Annoying. I blind you. That's too, really yeah. That doesn't blind, but it does annoy. <laughs> that thing's something else. It is. Yeah, you can only have it on for a certain amount of time before you cut your kind of like, okay, I got to turn Does that off. battery pack weigh you down in the back back there? Yeah. <laughs> Walk like this. Crank your head wires. backwards. <laughs> it's Carlin Coo Mornings helping you take your next step with Jesus. Well, who wins? I want to tell you who wins. Yep. But the votes haven't been counted no, yet, gonna, Carl. I'm going to tell you who wins. <laughs> I'm going to go full on prophecy buff here. Oh. I'm going to make a prediction straight ahead. It's Carlin Crumarum. Nightly news. <laughs> Sounds so official. Well, it is. Okay. Allie is about to make <laughs> a prediction about who wins. It took me back to my uh, my news days. I remember election days. They were very long days as a news reporter. Yeah. Staying up till 11 o'clock, waiting for results oh, to come in word. at the county clerk's office. Oh, my Ooh, word. Those were the days. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've got a prediction. I want to let you know who's going to win. I'm going to let you know who wins tonight and who wins tomorrow and who wins the next day. Give us the punchline. And the day after that. <laughs> well, there's actually five punchlines, Allie. Yesterday's was team wins mm-hmm. because team wins. Yes, they do. And it's all over scripture. This is what we're called to be. First Thessalonians 4, 1 Corinthians 12, Romans 12. Uh, John 17, like you shared yesterday, God let them yep. be one. Jesus prayed it because he believed it. Yeah. Well, today sacrifice wins. And this is so important because honestly, I, we think the, the world rises and falls based on who gets elected into office. But the fact is, it's really whether or not the Christians of the world shine forth the power of the Holy Spirit and the real winners in a world of winners and losers, are those that empty themselves as self and are willing to sacrifice for the sake of the gospel. We had Jim Striedelmeyer on earlier. Boy, talk about a sacrificer. Mm -hmm. And a story that he didn't share, he shares the story of him giving up a car, uh, trading a guy with a car. I'd forgotten the fact when I told that story myself that he made a list of all the things that were wrong with that car. Because Jim, I mean, you want to buy a car from Jim. (laughs) he's an honest man oh yeah i mean it's not like you know something's a little bit tweaked and yeah i mean if it has a hint you know there's a button over here that might be cracked behind it where you can't see it i just have a hunch he'd put that down on paper (laughs) it's funny so that's one cool thing but sacrifice one of the coolest sacrifices i ever seen in my life was when we got back from south africa macintosh computers were just coming out and they were expensive and he had bought a Mac, but we had a plan to make a big rendezvous to brainstorm ministry, and he wanted to do it in Denver, and I didn't have two nickels to rub together. I mean, I'm shoveling snow because it's in Denver, and I just moved there for seminary. I am shoveling snow to put bread on the table for my family. I'm waking up at 3 o'clock in the morning shoveling snow, man. I mean, I'm making, I think, 18, 20 bucks an hour. I got an instant promotion into the snow plow truck when the guy heard I was from Alaska. Oh. He says, Glosson, you're not a plow snow? I said, yes, sir. I plowed snow my whole life. I'm an expert. Oh, man. My pay doubled or tripled. It oh, was crazy. Wow. Oh, yeah. But um, so I didn't have two nickels to rub together. The guy, Jim, went and sold 
his Mac Plus computer for like 1100 bucks or something so that he could get a ticket to Denver to see me. Hmm. He said, I, I, I got a ticket. And I said, how'd you get the ticket? Don't ask me. I got a ticket. <laughs> and I said, Jim, how'd you get the ticket? Oh, I didn't need that Macintosh anyway. Oh, man. That's the way Jim is. Yeah. Wow. But I got to tell you something. People who sacrifice experience what Jesus said. It's in Mark chapter 10. There, there's a rich young ruler, and the rich young ruler says, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this. And Jesus says, hey, give all you have to the poor. And Jim nailed it earlier when he said, it's, it's, this rich young ruler didn't own stuff. It owned him. And he loved the stuff more than God. Hmm. And God was revealing that. So the disciples go on to ask him, you know, hey, what, what, what's, the, what's at stake here? And Jesus says, if you give up anything in this world for my name, it'll be returned to you a hundredfold. And I think sometimes we wonder, does that really happen? Yeah. Don't we wonder that, Ali? Oh, yeah. I mean, as you read this, uh, Matthew 19, 29 and 30, and everyone who has left houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or children or lands for my name's sake will receive a hundredfold and will inherit eternal life. But many who are first will be last and the last will be first. We see throughout scripture this principle of things being turned upside down, that the way it seems, the way of the world is turned upside down and the way of the kingdom is presented as, no, go this way. Don't seek to accumulate and grab as much as you can. Be willing to sacrifice knowing that your reward in heaven is great. Yeah. Want to put faces to their names? Just follow Carl and Crew Mornings on Facebook and Instagram. And don't forget, that's Carl with a K. It's Carl and Crew Mornings here, guys. Who wins? We're talking about it all week. You know, let's just talk about this for a second. We get so emotionally wrapped around the axle of different things. Elections, politics can be won. Now, there's value in voting. I mean, I'm a big advocate. Get out there, pull the lever. Even if there isn't a lever, pull the lever, right, Super Die? Of course. Super Die and I are old school. (laughs) We remember when there were actually levers to pull. And you got in there to close the curtain behind you. You kids, on the other hand, don't know about the levers. I kind of wish that even even if the lever didn't do anything, if they could just give me a lever to pull. I know. That would (laughs) be Well, it feels like you're... Yeah, it feels like you're really doing something. It's like the touch screen. Yeah. The the swipe. It's boring. I hit a touch screen every day. By the way, I'm telling Allie this. Last year when I went and voted, it had a error sign on there. And so I did the electronic voting. Yeah. And it said error sign, and my wife had it too. In light of everything talked about, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna walk away this year. I'm gonna go. Let's get this error cleared up. That's oh, fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm serious about that. I can understand. I'm why. not one of these conspiracy did you do guys. A touch screen thing. I did the touch screen thing, and then you put the little thing in there, and it came up. Um, I forget what the error said, error code said, and I don't want to misrepresent, but it said error code, and it was red, and there's a blinking light. And they said, oh, it always does that, but it recorded it. I'm like, no, this year I'm hanging around. I'm going to hang around. I want to see that. 
I'm sounding like one of those guys. I'm actually not one of those guys. But there's so much talk of this now. Well, I mean, I on both that. sides of the aisle, they're talking about it. I get where you're coming from, though. It's easy just to be like, well, I'm not the one who does this, so I'm, I'm going to trust it. But I mean, I ain't trusting dip diddly. I mean, why why not just hang around a little bit longer and make sure it works? You know, remember those days when we were young and we trusted older people? <laughs> yes. Wow. No, no, I'm serious now. I'm not being cynical. When when we trusted authority figures and that. Boy, I long for those days of naivety all over again. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it funny? All right, so we're talking about who really wins. And the fact is, guys... You know, this this election is going to come and it's going to go and there's going to be consequence. I mean, there's 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 results. I mean, elections matter. Laws are passed. Legislation is forwarded. All kinds of things happen. But at the end of the day, the one who makes the biggest change is they all need Jesus, man. We need Jesus. Every everybody in the world needs Jesus. Now. Who really wins? Jesus followers who exhibit the characteristics that are found in Scripture. Today we're talking about this one, sacrifice wins. Now, I've been arguing with Allie in here because she told me, yeah, I've I've actually lived that out a little bit before. And then I said, you ready to share? And I said, she's going to share. And she goes, oh, Carl, this I can't share this. This talks about guys that are leaving houses and mothers and fathers and family. And so we're going to, here's the principle. The principle is sacrifice, no matter how big or how small, to the glory of God, is rewarded by God. How yeah. cool is that? It is, and I and I I do. You know, I hesitate to even share anything. <laughs> I that know. Feels like it could even come come close to what you see in Scripture, but I do think the principle as of looking at what God has called you to, and counting the cost, and and walking away from what could be profitable. Because the gospel's more important. I love that, Allie. Giving hope directly from the source. We're Carl and Crew Mornings. All right, guys, I'll tell you what. At the end of the day, who wins? Well, I don't know who, but I'll tell you the kind of person that does. The person that sacrifice wins, and that's exactly what we find here. I don't care if you're in, where are you at, Matthew 19? Yeah, I'm in Matthew 19. Okay, why don't you give it to us? Yeah, this is starting with verse 29. And everyone who has left houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or children or lands for my name's sake will receive a hundredfold and will inherit eternal life. This is so beautiful because this, but this is, this is meaty and has a promise here. Now, uh, you want to do a disclaimer again here before yeah, you I share do. this? I do. When I think about this, I, there is a story that comes to mind, but it does feel meager and small. It's okay in the face of something so weighty. So I didn't walk away from houses or brothers or sisters or fathers or mother or children or anything like that, but I walked away from what felt like real security to live with less security because I felt like that's what God would ask of us. So you you sacrificed at some level. Yes. Did you see God's reward? Yeah, I would did. Would you call it almost this... You know, when we see a hundredfold here, it's not Jesus saying, if you give up a dollar over here, I'm going to give you a hundred dollars. It's the principle of this 
extravagant presence and power of God. Yeah, and so I'll share just in brief, there was a, there was a period of time where uh, because of my husband's job situation and our travel, we found ourselves without great insurance options. Again, I'm full disclaimer, this feels meager, but this is what I felt like the Lord. You don't have to qualify it anymore. <laughs> no. Okay, and so he was kind of between jobs, and this is when it was a perfect storm of bad for anyone looking for insurance because there were some changes at the national level that made getting insurance tougher if you were self-employed or if you were um, trying to get a family insured. And so we had someone advise us that if you just take these simple steps, it was sort of a workaround. You can get insurance mm, very, easy, very easily if you do this simple workaround. And the the assurance gave to us was people do this all the time. It's widely done. Oh. But but when I as I wrestled this with this, this is a great illustration. I thought I don't something about it doesn't feel right. So as I asked more question, it was clear that there was a, some dishonesty that was going to be required in order to get this insurance. That was going to be great. And to not get it meant we would be kind of locked out of every major hospital in Chicago. Every single one of them. We wouldn't be able to go unless we wanted to pay out of pocket. What As happened? a mom of young kids, that was terrifying. Like, I can't take my kids to the children's hospital if, God forbid, something happened. Coming up, I'll share what we decided to do and how I think God blessed it. Boy, Whew. I'm hanging on myself right? and I work here. I'm not even going to go use the restroom. I'm hanging right here. <laughs> wow. Hey, Bloom Crew, this is Matt Forte. Huddle up, because we're taking our next step with Jesus here on Call and Crew in the Morning. We're talking about who wins today, and if you didn't hear me predict who won all the seats that are up for um, uh, up for um, a vote here in Chicagoland, too bad you missed it. Actually, I didn't tell you who won, <laughs> but we've... We've got a very good insight from the scriptures of who won, who wins when we're thinking about what's really most important. And today we're talking about sacrifice. And we've got this cool passage of scripture. And then Allie's got a story and we're going to hold on to the whole story because we need the punchline, sister. Yeah, Matthew 29. And everyone who has left houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or children or lands for my name's sake will receive a hundredfold and will inherit eternal life it's such a powerful passage yeah. and it's not guaranteeing, give me a thousand, you'll get a hundred thousand. What it's saying is that when you give up and things aren't sticking to your hands, no person, no place, no thing, you will be rewarded by God. And you've tasted this, Allie. Yes. How much of it do you want right I now? I want the whole enchilada the whole from back to forward. Sure. So there was a time when, because of my husband's job situation, I mentioned he was a former player, now a coach. Well, that complicates things sometimes when you're trying to do things like insurance because you're not linked to one employer for a length of time. You bounce around a lot. We were in and out of different countries. So there was a, a change at the national level that all of a sudden made getting insurance as a self-employed person Person, very, very difficult and on the marketplace. And if you went through this during that period of time, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And all of a sudden there was this major gap and we didn't have a great way of getting insurance. And so we had someone advise us, hey, this is an easy workaround. Uh, you do this and you do that. And then you can get any insurance plan that you want and you can get into all of the hospitals. And so I thought, okay, well, that sounds great. But as I started asking questions and started looking into it, I realized this was going to require us to do a little bit of uh, working in an, a, a gray area that I was not comfortable with. And the more I wrestled with it, people tried to reassure me, hey, this is fine. 
Like, this is not a big deal. Holy Spirit wouldn't let you up for air. No. And mm. I just kept saying, but but I think that this is lying. Like, if you, if you really strip it all away, this is not a God-honoring way of getting to what seems like a good thing. I'm so proud of you. All right. What in the and Did so, you do the right thing? So ultimately, we said no. We said we can't do this workaround. And so what it meant is that the only available insurance meant we couldn't get into any of the hospitals in Chicago. We were going to be blocked out unless we wanted to do pay out of pocket. And you which had kiddos, right? Had kid, my kids were young. They were both under seven. And so all of a sudden, the going to the children's hospital, if God forbid something happened, that was not going to be an out. option. We were not going to be able to have access to the care that I felt like I, I wanted to have available. But I said, you know what? We're just going to have to trust God on this one. And so what what we saw God do was really take care of us. I mean, there wasn't this big, tangible blessing that came out of it that I could even describe to you. But what came out of it was the peace of knowing we walked away from what looked like security, but came at a cost that we weren't willing to pay, lived trusting God. We ended up, my daughter needed surgery that year. And so, but God provided a place that we had to drive like an hour away to go and take her. But it was wonderful. But it was wonderful. And she was well taken care of and we had everything we needed. And at the end of the day, I slept well knowing, you know what, God, we trusted you and you took care of us. That's a killer application of that passage. Don't you ever apologize for that story again. I mean that. That's great. That's a wonderful, wonderful story. And people need to hear that. You're driving right now and you know what you're thinking? Some of you are thinking, shoot, I can't go do that thing that I've been thinking about doing. <laughs> you're like, and I know how this works. You hear a story like that. It's like, yep. oh, yep. You know what I'm saying, guys? Oh, goodness. Yes. Yeah. I've had that feeling so many times working on this show where you guys share a story and I'm like, all right, I better, I better not. <laughs> <laughs> I better not. That is so good. Well, it's the wrestling in the gray area that all of us, I mean, these are daily oh, kind yeah. of things. And you're, you know, sometimes they feel more monumental. But the principle that I take out of this is that if you hold up the gospel and if you hold up honoring his namesake, honoring the Lord, then it doesn't matter what you have to give up. It may feel small. It may feel big, but if you keep his name at the center, that really helps guide the decision-making when it comes to the gray areas. When you have sacrificial people around you, um, you'll get wise counsel from them as well. You know, I've got an event coming up this Saturday, and I don't want to talk about the event too much, but I want to tell you about a temptation Satan put in front of me and some counsel I got about this event hmm. that here I could have been there preaching about how to walk in freedom yeah. and the power of God. And I could have been doing a little bit of compromise. But when I heard the straight scoop from some wise counsel, I'm like, oh, that's what I got to do. Yeah. Okay. Share that one. Boy, we got a lot of stories yeah. here. And these, this one, if, well, I'm just going to tell you, hang on. These things are so convicting, but they're so good. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Man, hang on. We, are the my we know the winners. Yes, sir. And we'll keep on till the end. Fighting on our knees, right, Allie? Yes. Allie says yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we are. Uh, you know what? We're talking about who wins. And this week we're tackling 
Who wins from a biblical perspective? Yesterday's team wins. Boy, don't you know that, guys? Don't we need more team spirit in the church? Yes, unity. Yeah. and We need more team togetherness. spirit. When we walk out of there, we go, yes, let's go take on the world. And uh, there's, we're going to be talking about that in days and weeks to come here. How in the world do we get team spirit in the church? We're going to do that. But today we're talking about sacrifice wins, and we find it in Matthew 19, right? Yeah, Matthew 19, verse 29. And everyone who has left houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or children or lands for my namesake will receive a hundredfold and will inherit eternal life. This um, this is really interesting that Ali just shared the story about being faced with do I shade the truth, which, by the way, is a lie. Do I tell a little lie in order to get some insurance for my family to make sure that we get the doctors that we need should a problem come? And Allie and Henry said, no, we're going to trust the Lord our God. And God blessed you guys. And I believe you will not know the long tail of that blessing until yeah. you get to heaven. Because God's word says a yeah. hundredfold. Yeah, no, I really mean that. It's true. I really mean I, that, I think kiddo. you're right. Just called her kiddo. That's what I do with you kids. You did do that. could be my kids. <laughs> um, all right, so... That's so funny. As you're mentioning this, I had a weird thing happen. So I'm going to be at this event this weekend, and Allie will tell you about it here. And I'm really excited to be there. I'm very humbled. Um, a church invited me out to speak about my book. A, one, a, a big leader at this church, he's like all in on one of these mavens on this book that I wrote. And great dude. And they invite me out, and um, I'm going to be... Signing books, therefore, I'm going to be selling books, and I'm going to have some day planners. Well, I've not, I've done this once before, but I had someone handling it. And on this one, I've, I'm going with a couple of guys from Moody here, Andrew Wilson, a couple others are going to be out there. My bride might be there. We don't know yet. But we're going out there, and I got to take these books. Well, I got to sell these books because I don't get them for free. Right. And I, sure. I need to recoup that money, right? Mm -hmm. And if there's anything made off this thing, it's like babysitting money. But it's fine. My goal is getting the truth of God's word out there. Sure. So yeah. I call up I call up a couple of people going, hey, do you have any idea how this goes down? How, how does this thing happen here? Because mm -hmm. I'm thinking already, um, I'm buying these and I'm selling. How, how does this work? And I got counsel from two different people said, oh, pfft. Just sell them, take cash. I said, well, what about IRS and income, things like that? And I had a couple of folks who just said to me, shine it. It's not enough to even worry about. Well, in my heart, I'm like, oh, I better do that doctor thing. Go call, get another opinion. <laughs> yeah. So I called up my buddy Marvin, who's been my right-hand man. He's been my tax guy. He's been my accountant. He oversees ministry funds and he's a, he gives consult to Ajit at 180 Chicago, our church on how to be on the up and up with everything. I said, Hey Marvin, I'm going to go sell these books. I go, what, what do I do? And he says, well, Carl, you want to keep the receipts of what it costs you to buy those books because that's going to offset how much money you make on each book. Hmm. I said, so you're telling me everything that I make, I need to write a ledger on. He said, even if you get a $10 bill for a, for a book and it's cash, just jot it down right there. And he knows my heart on this thing. Yeah. 
He says, just jot it down right there and then set aside X amount of dollars so that we can, on your tax returns, put in a scheduled item. It's a schedule. Mm-hmm. I forget what the schedule number is, but we'll put in a schedule of what the, what the income was, and you can pay taxes on that next year. I said, thank you, Marvin. And I got off the phone, and peace flooded my soul. Yeah. Man. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because I'm like, yep, it's a hassle, but I'm going to do what's right. And I think sometimes that is the hundredfold reward that we need to consider is that sometimes it's not this material, you know what? I gave my taxes correctly. So, you know, the government's going to give me a really nice refund check later, (laughs) right? But the government's not prone to do that. No, no. But we get this, this piece that God says, Hey, I see what you did there and I love you and I'm proud of you. Maybe that's the hundredfold guys. (laughs) I mean, what's better? What's better than the God of the universe saying, I see you. Hey, you know what? And I went and I, uh, early this morning, like at 4 a.m., I was up doing something. And I'm, I'm ordering one of those things called Square. It's this point of purchase thing that mm-hmm. basically a little white thing. That, oh, yeah. To like a tablet. Yeah. And you know okay. what it's going to do? It's going to keep track of it all for me. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. And because it's a cash outlay to get the crazy little box, probably losing money on this event, but that's okay. Cause at <laughs> least right. I'm being legal. There you go. <laughs> and I want to make sure you have the details on this event because you are invited. It's, yeah, you are. Gonna, Carl's going to be out at Grace Point in Naperville uh, this Saturday morning, right? Yeah. This Saturday morning. It's going to be breakfast with Carl and then some Q and a, he's going to talk a little bit about some principles from the book and, and, and give you some, an overview of how you can even partner with him for some longer term coaching. So if you want to be at that event, just text the word alive. We, there is space is limited, so we do have to have you RSVP to, to claim your spot. Text ALIVE to 312-274-9624. Come Alive is the name of the of the talk, the little talk yeah. that you'll yeah. be giving. So text ALIVE to 312-274-9624. Going to be having book signings, and you might see a little white box on a table there. And you'll know the inside <laughs> scoop. You'll know the inside <laughs> scoop. Isn't that funny? That is funny. Isn't that it. weird, though, how when you do... When you, when you sacrifice from the world's perspective. Yes. Because that's not a big sacrifice. Right. It's right. called yeah. doing right. Mm-hmm. But when you sacrifice from the world's perspective, you kind of walk around and you're going, I think, I just, I think I'm a half inch taller right it now. That builds feels your faith. good. It builds your faith because you didn't just do that out of some like kind of pr- vague principle of, yes, I want to be an honorable man. <laughs> yeah. No, not and at all. It's it's directly linked to your desire to honor the namesake of the Lord. Yeah, that's what I want. That's to do. the driving principle. And so when you're faced with decisions today, you go, how can I honor his namesake right out of Matthew 19, 29? Will this decision do that or will it not? Good, good, good stuff. What are you up against today? And it's going to require you to sacrifice, but the fruit of it is going to be beautiful. I want you to think about that right now. I want you to do something really sweet here in this moment, if you can. Why don't you do something here that's powerful, symbolically? Just lift a palm before the Lord. Just go, Lord, here's my day. What do you want me to sacrifice from the world's perspective? What do you want me to sacrifice here right now? that you will give me a hundredfold blessing for. Just think about that a second here.
I mean, if we're going to help people take the next step with Jesus, we might as well have these moments, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So just put a palm up before the Lord. Just go, God, this is my day. I don't know what's coming my way, but I may have an opportunity to be shady. I may have an opportunity to be sacrificial, even sacrificial compared to the world that I live in. But God, give me the courage to step with you. Because according to your word, you will not disappoint. You will bless. And I thank you. Thank him. In Jesus' name, amen. Walking with Christ, one step at a time. We are Carl and Crew Mornings. You know, the amazing thing about really spiritually sacrificing people is they seem to have more joy than the average guy. Isn't it funny how that works? Isn't that weird? Yeah. I mean, I got this guy, Jim Striedelmeyer. What a goofball. Love this guy. First time we met, as, as he would be want to tell you, we didn't know what to think of each other. We're like, oh, boy. Because we're so different. Yeah. But we're so similar. It's just yeah. the craziest thing in the world. But I'm telling you, man, this guy's a hoot. I got to tell you a quick story. So I went down to see my buddy Jim because he's struggling. In fact, we're going to hear from him here in a little bit. Uh, but he's struggling with some health stuff big time. And he's walking me through his church. And, I mean, he's so joyful about the stupidest things. Sometimes I'm like, Jim, why are you joyful about that, you knucklehead? So we're walking through this old building. Now he ministers in a super impoverished area. Mm-hmm. It's every nation, tribe, and tongue. It's very different than Chicago. So, I mean, every nation, tribe, and tongue in poverty in this area. Mm-hmm. It's not like one different specific culture group. And so, I mean, it's this potpourri of culture, but they're all broke. They have that in common. So, he walks to this church and he goes, I said, what is this? And it's this slit through this plywood and it's anchored down. And he goes, Ho, 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 ho. He says, that's our offering bag. I said, well, it's not a bag. He goes, I know. He says, you can't have offering bags here. We learned that right away. Ho, ho, ho. I said, <laughs> and I said, well, why don't, why is, why is it here? And he, he says, let me show you something really funny. He pulls the board off. There's no box. It's a tube. I said, where's the box? Oh, oh, oh. We, we had four of those ripped right out of the wall. Wow. So I said, well, what'd you do? He said, well, after the fourth one got ripped off the wall, because he said, I kept making the bolts bigger. <laughs> ha, 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 keeps laughing in between all these things. He just, so he's telling me about every one of these offering boxes filled with cash getting ripped off the wall. Wow. And getting walked out of here. Mm-hmm. And then he says, so I came in one day and I had a pickaxe and I put a pick through the floor and I put this steel pipe. It goes down into the basement into a super secure room. He's laughing his head off. So it's got a slit through plywood. This so everybody walks out of the church. You can put your offering in this slit, and it goes two stories down. That's awesome. That is so genius. Sounds like something out of like Mission Impossible. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. But I mean, he's such a hoot. The guy I've never heard a guy roar over offerings getting ripped off. So excellent. That's wild. (laughs) But anyway, that's Jim. Coming up in a minute and a half, uh, we got a treat for you here, guys. Jim Strumeyer. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) You're gonna love Jim. 
Coming to you live from the Morningstar Mission Sponsored Studios, this is Carl and Crew Mornings on 90.1 FM Moody Radio. I finally figured out what makes my stomach growl so loud in the mornings. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's that? I've got it. Okay. If I feed it a little bit, mm. it's unsatisfied. Yep. Yeah. Okay. If I go intermittent fasting, totally silent. So right now, my stomach's not making any noise. My stomach has been so picking noisy for the last couple months. Allie has been over there cracking up, (laughs) going, is that your stomach? It was my turn. This came up. I'm not going to confess your sins. During your newsread, Jonathan, I'm surprised that my stomach growling didn't interrupt your newsreading because it was really loud. I wish it did. That would have been funny. (laughs) It wasn't loud. It just sounded like thunder. That's all. (laughs) But it was, uh, so I'm learning something. Yeah. If you intermittent fast, it doesn't. Mine doesn't rumble. I mean, it makes sense. But if you feed it a little bit, it's like, it's like you know, it's like, oh, boy, it's like giving a cat, you know, a little teeny piece of turkey. Yeah. It's well, in that sucker's in your lap yeah. all the time. Kind of trains your tummy, I guess, with the yeah, fast, Yeah, I think right? so. Well, it's like okay. when, I, when I eat dinner after I haven't eaten, like, say I haven't eaten all day and I'm yeah. really, really hungry. The first couple bites of my dinner that I'm eating make me feel hungrier than if I just didn't eat still. So mm-hmm. I feel like that first little bit of food, you're right. Your body's like, Turns okay, it on. I need more and I need more now. Yeah, it's something. Yeah, we had a kid at church, really neat guy, man. I'm not going to give his name. Bride, little kid, and uh, just a neat couple, man. And I said, hey, you going to, so it's a new members kind of join the family church kind of gathering. And and there were several young couples there, but I said, you going to, you going to, Take part, man. We got some mm. good pizza. And I mean, we don't give bad pizza. We give good pizza down at 180 sure. Chicago. And he said, no. I said, really? You, okay? you feeling okay? He goes, I do this intermittent fasting thing. and I'm fast. I said, right on. <laughs> One intermittent faster is joining our church here, bro. Yes. <laughs> anyway, if you haven't checked out intermittent fasting, check it out. It's a good way to actually detoxify the body. And uh, anyway, so we give, you you, we give you lots of stuff around Practical here. Practical advice. <laughs> And it'll stop the stomach from growling. Yeah. Okay, coming up here, we got a real treat for you. Um, boy, this guy's a precious dude. He's alumni of the year, by the way. I know him and his wife. Him and his wife, Debbie. Uh, Jim Streetelmeyer and Debbie are alumni of the year here at Moody. Yeah. How do you make alumni of the year? You're doing some self-sacrificing stuff. Yeah, and this was... Did he did he even want to receive this award? No, 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 no. So I'm down at the morning host kind of shindig down in Orlando. Yeah. When we were all down there together and I'm in my room at night and uh, they're having the big award thing here. And so they're live streaming it and I'm watching this thing. And while I'm watching it and he gets awarded this thing, he said some cockamamie thing like, well, I don't want to lose the blessing that God might have for me in this, so I will simply say thank you. That was it. (laughs) That's awesome. I love that. That's really cool. And he and his wife just walk off the stage. (laughs) Oh, wow. It's like, that's it? And I can tell people are like, that's it? And I'm like, that's Jim. That's my buddy. Expecting this deep kind of speech or something. Exactly. Okay. So coming up, we got a treat for you. Let's introduce you to Jim. As we're talking about today, this passage, who wins 
those who sacrifice win in yeah. a pretty major way. And Jim is a great example of yeah. this. You aren't kidding. You aren't kidding. Somebody's getting rude with me here. Carl's got gassy gut. No, I don't. <laughs> Who's saying that stuff to well, me? We need to 86 life. this person out of here. Oh but are they right? Uh, no, kinda. it's not it. The craziest carpool in Chicagoland. We're Carl and Crew Mornings. Guys, listen to me right now. I know who wins. I know who wins. But the polls have only been open oh, for but, an hour. Ah, you know how sharp your friend Carl is. <laughs> Come on. You brag up. No, she doesn't brag about me. Do I, do I brag about you? <laughs> no, she doesn't. She doesn't. She takes shots at me all the time. <laughs> you know why? Because I'm taking shots at you. That's the way it works around here. I also brag about you. Oh. So here's the deal, guys. I got to tell you, I don't have a clue who's going to win tomorrow, but I don't do know who wins. Who wins, Allie? Well, let me read a scripture to you. You tell me who wins, and okay. everyone who has left houses, or brothers, or sisters, or father, or mother, or children, or lands for my name's sake, will receive a hundredfold and will inherit eternal life. Those willing to sacrifice for the sake of the gospel in big ways, in medium-sized ways, in small ways, in large ways, that's who wins. You got that right. And will we see a hundredfold immediately? Sometimes. Sometimes it comes in ways that we never would have imagined. Sometimes many years later, but it will arrive. I take Jesus at his word. And there's a man that I know that lives this in a big way. And I want you to meet him and I want you to pray for him because he's at he's at a crossroads. Mm -hmm. And it's a bummer. His name's Jim Streetlemeyer. He's as funny as his last name is. Hang on. That's coming up. Want more from your morning show? Check us out on social media. Just go to Carl and Crew Mornings on Facebook and Instagram. Well, with us right now is a dear friend of mine that I first met in South Africa. You remember that first day I met you, Jim? <laughs> Carl, <laughs> we didn't know what to think of each other. <laughs> I know. Here's what's funny about me and Jim. We are so different, but we are so alike. Isn't that wild? Well, we're alike because we love the scripture. The Lord has tempered both of us with his word, and uh, we speak Bible. I mean, uh, what else do you need? That's exactly right. All right, I, before we jump into the topic at hand today, the topic at hand is, well, this is a big day. It's Tuesday, so everybody's going to the polls, and they're losing their minds right. if their guy doesn't get elected or gal doesn't get elected. But here's the fact. I'm a political junkie. I love following politics. But it just rises just above Bears football for me because it's got a little more consequence. But at the end of the day, Jesus is the only answer for the maladies in our culture. Right, Jim? Oh, he is. You know, uh, sorry, in Mark 8, I was just preaching through that last Sunday. And uh, Jesus says, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and Herod, left or right, uh, anyone who just wants power for power's sake, oh, be, be, be afraid, uh, stay away from it. <laughs> That's good. I don't know if we're going to be able to vote very long, much longer here then. Uh, Jim, we're, we're talking about who wins this week, though, and who wins today. We're featuring sacrifice wins. Yesterday was team wins. Today is sacrifice wins, and it flows out of a cool passage here in Mark 10. I'll get to that in a moment, but I want to catch up the audience here, the boom crew on my buddy Jim. You got some nasty news about how long ago? Was that like uh, 
eight, ten months ago you got some bad news initially? What was that? Oh, no, about a year and a half ago. Oh, it was a year um, and a half already? I was, I was found to have uh, pancreatic cancer. Okay. Uh, they gave me a Whipple, which is a major surgery, taking out a lot of extra parts. Uh, then I did chemotherapy for six months, and then <laughs> the Lord uh, gave me my strength back. It just kept coming and it's still coming, but they have found a return of cancer and pancreatic cancers like that. Just about two weeks ago, it was, uh, well, the oncologist said, um, your markers are up. I just threw me in a, a CT scan. Oh, we've got a growth back here, a lymph node there. And um, we don't know what the Lord's doing, but radiation is next. But I just tell folk, God sent me on mission. I'm going to go meet some doctors and tell them about Jesus. <laughs> and you're doing it. Jim, to those that hear this and they go, all right, the guy's been told that his life's going to be cut short, which, by the way, we're going to pray here because I am absolutely convinced. I haven't seen it a lot, but I have seen God preempt natural law, which is how a miracle happens. you got natural law, and God sometimes comes in and says, hmm. I'm going to preempt natural law, and I'm going to do what's called a miracle. It could be that we just get a garden variety healing for Jim as well, but I'm praying for a miracle. So, Jim, how can you have joy in facing what your uh, doctor said is pretty grim news? How do you have joy? Oh, I've been waiting to see my Savior face-to-face all my life. I mean, since I came to Christ as a child, um, I, I see his creation. I see the beauty of the world. His spirit is in me. This is, well, the Apostle Paul said it's better to be with the Lord, but he said for others' sake uh, that he thought he'd stay around a while, and it may be that for others' sake that the Lord keeps me here. My, so. my wife and family and church are all praying, and you uh, listeners are all praying. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll do the work if it's uh, if I if I'm around to do it. Yeah. I want to do this right now, Boom Crew. I'm asking you to lock hearts with me. This is what I prayed when Janine and I went down to be with Jim and Debbie just for a couple hours. We took a flying trip down last... When was that? Last... Oh. Fr- what was that? Last Friday? Last Tuesday. Last Tuesday. Okay. Got help from my team in here. Last Tuesday, we went down there and um, we prayed believing. And I want you to join me. I want us to do this right now. If you could... Just as a symbol of agreement, if you just put out a hand to the radio, to a speaker, maybe straight up to the Lord as I pray. Father, in Jesus' name, I love Jim. Jim is one of the most self-sacrificing men I've ever met in my life, and no one can rival him. Maybe my dad for the joy of the Lord. I come in a distant second there. But Lord, I thank you for Jim from the bottom of my heart and without any fanfare and no yelling, I'm just saying, would you do a miracle for Jim? God, I'm asking you to do a miracle. There is no one I know that is willing to put your glory on his lips in sickness and in health than Jim. And I'm asking you to do a miracle for Jim. He will most certainly not let any of the acclaim stick to him. He will give you glory.
and I'm asking you to heal them. We lock hearts together right now, knocking on heaven's door, saying, God, would you just listen to our heart here for a second? Would you heal my buddy Jim? And we leave it in your hands, and I pray no plan B, praying plan A. Trust in you, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And though uh, too much praise for me, Carl, the Lord is the one who is good. But uh, the scripture says in the Psalms, our God does whatever pleases him. Yes, so, he does. Uh, may, may, may he answer your prayers for uh, the benefit of the community I, I love and serve. Yeah, well, we agree with you on that. Coming up here in a moment, speaking of service. You can't have service without sacrifice. But what if I told you that the sacrifice that you give, whenever you let go of something, God says a hundredfold, I'm going to reward you. How could it be? And if it's true, why aren't we taking this value proposition more seriously? My buddy Jim is going to be explaining this passage and how you can live it out coming up. Giving hope directly from the source. We're Carl and Crew Mornings. We're back with my good friend, Jim Strudelmeyer. He's the founder and pastor of Neighborhood Fellowship Church in Indianapolis. And they have, oh my goodness, guys, they've got a brand new medical, uh, physical rehab, dental clinic opened up across the street from the church. That is amazing. The work they're doing down there on Wednesday nights and all day Saturdays, really cool. But Jim, you're... Um, you love this passage. The rich young man comes to Jesus and he says, hey, what What do I need to do? And he says, well, you need to follow all these commandments. He says, I've done them all. He says, well, sell all you have and you're going to be fit for the kingdom of God. And he walks away disappointed because he was so wealthy, indicating, right. indicating that stuff can get in the way of our relationship with God. But, Jim, what it goes on to say is that what we actually trade off is a potential hundredfold reward for those that sacrifice anything. Worldly pleasures, mother, brothers, sisters. What is Jesus saying here, Jim? Well, first, this rich man, his stuff owned him. He did not own it. And what an awful situation to be tied up in the physical world with no spiritual perspective. But Peter said, you know, we left everything. And Jesus then tells uh, the disciples, if you've left everything or anything for my sake, and then he tells them 30 or 100 fold. Well, I have one delightful story. Yeah, and it I want to hear this. Uh, years ago, um, a young man and I traded cars, and I gave a list of all that was wrong with it. I mean, wrote it down three pages. He, I needed a car with a heater because we had a little baby, and uh, he wanted, uh, oh, I like like this little convertible I had. We traded, and he had a lawyer neighbor call me up and say I misrepresented the car, and I said, "Wait a second! Did you see the pages that I wrote that was wrong with it?" Was it this, looked, was it this guy driving around like a crazy man in the car that you traded him for? Yeah, yeah, he was. The tires popped and all of that. But the the gist of it is, Jesus says, "Make a deal along the way, and if you uh, give him." Uh, if someone wants your coat, give them your tunic too. And I, I ended up with nothing. I had no car, just humiliated. Oh, now I'm walking to work and I got a, a, a wife and a little girl and oh no. 
since that time, in fact, within about, oh, uh, 15 years of that date, at least a hundred set of keys were put in my hands by others. In this life, God keeps those promises if you give up anything for the kingdom. And so whether it be houses or land or relationship, I can't tell you how many father figures I have when my own father has rejected me um, over the gospel. And so what does God do but keep his promises? Give things to him, and he will multiply them in ways you never imagined. And then you'll be giving cars to friends and neighbors and folk who are in need, or you'll be giving land and church buildings. Carl, you know, God has given us church buildings and we just give them to congregations or we establish a congregation in them. God does what he promises. Is the reward of a hundredfold a worthy motivation or is it merely the glory of God or a little bit of both? Oh, no, um, it is a glimpse into heaven. It's just a glimpse. You know, um, heaven is going to be a place where there's no tears, no sorrow, no pain. The presence of our Savior will be there. No thing can compare to it. But God says, I'm going to show you right now how good I am, how kind I am. Now, here's the problem. People think, oh, by my giving, I will immediately receive. God takes his time. And in his time, he keeps his promises, and they are beautiful. So, no, uh, the stuff is not a worthy thing to pursue. I mean, but there's a joy in it. Look, God kept his promises. And then there's the hope that heaven will be so much more. Uh, Eye has not seen, ear has not heard what God has prepared for those who love him. Yeah, wonderful, Jim. Jim Strudelmeyer, everybody. This is the real deal, this guy. And uh, in the last segment, we prayed for Jim. I want you to be in prayer for Jim. He's facing a, a tough diagnosis. In fact, they're saying that his long-term prospects look a little grim for surviving this cancer that has come back. But we know God and the tomb is empty. Be in prayer for my buddy Jim. I love you, Jim. I love you, Carl. God bless you, and keep listening. The Word of God will change your life. It will. Thank you, Jim. No energy? No problem. We have all the energy you need and more. You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings. We've got a a cool little dilemma on our hands here. Okay. Set it up, man. Yeah, so we're set it up for, oh, I don't know what dilemma. What dilemma are we talking about? The the one that you were sharing oh. right before we... <laughs> <laughs> Something involving laminate. You're new. Yes. You're new. Come on, man. Yes. You're a homeowner. Yeah, I You am. got some laminate. I got to look for some laminate. And you want laminate. to tell us straight ahead. Yeah. <laughs> dum, dum, dum. dum. It's now. <laughs> and uh, we're back. Well, your wife's story about the butter and needing to take that back reminded me because I was out looking at new laminate with my wife yesterday at Home Depot. And we, you know, those little samples, those little like block samples oh, that yeah. you have. You thought if you get enough of those, you can cover your kitchen floor. <laughs> That's right. They're all different colors and shapes, but it's good. Well, honestly, honey, it's going to look Same great. Yeah. I saw my friend down in. Yeah, anyway. That's right. Well, I took one to show the guy so we could get like a, a quote on it. Yeah. And I accidentally like kept it in my hoodie pocket. And I didn't realize until I got home and I stuck my hand in my pocket and I pulled it out and I about had a panic attack. What? I, well, it's because a sample. I didn't know it was free. And so I was like, oh, oh no. Oh, no. I, gotta, I was like, I got to drive another 15 minutes to take 
take this back. <laughs> I gotta go back. My wife's like, it's a free sample. I go, okay, good. Breathe, breathe. Oh, oh man, I had a, I gave myself a panic attack. Oh, and all that you thought the sample was a billable thing. Yes. Some are nowadays, by yes. the way. There are some yeah. samples you have to pay for. Yeah, but no, not that one. This, this one was a free one. So oh, that's Thankfully, hilarious. not at Ooh. Costco. All Ooh. of the samples are free. <laughs> yeah. well, like, now. How many ways do I find Costco? Jonathan, though, right now, I see the wheels uh, turning. He is thinking, huh, a little sample floor parquet. I, I didn't think about free. that until you said it. Now I kind of want to try it. <laughs> <laughs> Can I make this floor look passable with just a ton of samples? You're killing me, man. All right. Oh, uh, funny. Oh, my goodness. Oh, the event. Yeah, yes. the event. We're all over McCready. Guys, I'm really sorry. Hang on a second. Get on around McCready's barn there, Allie. Come on. Here she is. All right, got, take it away, I think Allie. we all have mom brain this morning. I have an What's excuse. Mom brain. What's mom that? Brain. Really? It's a, is that when you like you're like you're pregnant and you just like are forgetting? No, nope, but right calling us after prego? pregnancy. You <laughs> calling us prego in here, man. Yeah, right. mom brain is where you have so many things crammed in your mind, schedules ah, and okay. reminders and dinner plans that things just slip out. I feel like that's what's happened to us this morning, collectively. Yeah, mom out, brain. Yeah. I want to tell you about this event. We don't want to miss this because it's this Saturday morning and there's only about a hundred seats left, totally free. But because there's limited space, we got to get you to. RSVP to claim a spot. Carl's going to be speaking out in Naperville at Grace Point. So if you are in the Western Burbs, get out there on Saturday morning. Text the word ALIVE to 312-274-9624. He's going to be speaking out of his Seven Resolutions book, doing a book signing, some q and I think there might even be pancakes involved. So text yeah. ALIVE to 312-274-9624. Yeah, pancakes are at 830, and I found out the student ministry at Grace Point is raising dough to do missions. So here's the deal. If you avoid coming to the pancake feed because you're like, that's not it. I want to hear Carl speak. I am going to pass a hat. And all that cash is going to go to those kids for that pancake feed. Totally man, Right on? Right on. That'll yeah. be great. So I'm, I mean it. Somebody bring a ball cap because we're going to have a hat pass for sure. But I'd love to see you. And there's uh, limited seating left. By the way, if you've already gotten a link, let me tell you this first. If you've already gotten the link, you thought I got the link, that doesn't register you. So I'm going to give you a heads up. Go get registered so that you can have a seat for this thing because we're going to shut her down here pretty quick. Okay, cool. Uh, we're rolling on here, guys. Well, let's take more stories that are coming in right now. If you Can you think of a time that you sacrificed for Christ in some way? Maybe it feels so small it's not even worth mentioning. Share it with us. You were faced with something where you could have gone one way or another, but you felt a sacrifice to maybe give up the easier path or the gain that was right in front of you for the sake of the gospel. Tell us about it. 312-274-9624. Okay, let's bring in Melissa from Aurora. Melissa, we're messing with you this morning, aren't we, sister? <laughs> What have you decided? Give us Melissa, what decision you've decided. Melissa, Allie's telling stories, and Carl is too, that's messing you up. That's what's happening. What's going on, Melissa? Yes, yes, yes. We. Uh, good morning, all of you all. I love you all. Um, I have been, I uh, have a cat. Don't laugh too hard. I have a cat, yeah. which I have not put on my leaf because, you know, you have to pay that extra pet fee, oh. and then you have to pay extra rent. 
And so I said, ah, it's just a cat. The cat's not going to destroy the apartment. It's no big deal. Gone back and forth. God has been tapping me on the shoulder. And he finally just kind of punched me in the gut this morning when you're talking about the pocket and the money for the books. And it's like, listen, sister, you better get it together. Put that cat on the lease and do right because you know you're not going to. It's just not going to be at peace until you put the cat on the on the lease. So there you go. You Melissa. just rhyme, Melissa. There's no peace until the cat's on the lease. Melissa, here's what's really funny. You just ruined a whole bunch of other folks' mornings here. Oh, I mean, you just ruined. You just ruined some people's days. Go, Melissa. Go, oh, Melissa. Boy. I love oh, it. Melissa, you're it's awesome. It. The blessing of the Lord is worth every bit this has a cascading effect oh, because man. now you can mention things like hey everybody got your uh, parking uh your parking permit for your car that because you live in that certain township that was me huh that you got me. that one yeah or are you just driving keep parking across the street <laughs> oh man. all right melissa one one thing at a time melissa get that Pet on the lease, oh, right. so that you can stuff. have peace. Aww. No peace till the cat's on the lease. <laughs> That's, That's so good. That's so good. But God, my cat doesn't pee anywhere but where it belongs. Oh man, oh my! My cat doesn't scrape up the carpet. Yeah. Well, still, there's no peace until the cat's on the lease. It's, it's very true. <laughs> That's too funny, oh, man. Oh my goodness! All right, oh, what's Melissa. the question we got? Tell us about the sacrifice that you felt called to make. And I know you think, well, I mean, a cat on a lease or insurance or some books. <laughs> you know what? It's the principle of holding in such high esteem the name of Christ and the fact that we're called to honor him, even in the little stuff, that you're willing to take the hit financially. You're willing to pay a little more. Tell us your story. Katie in Winthrop Harbor, you get final word today. What's your story, sister? Um, thanks for having me on. I We were purchasing a large item from Arizona, and we live in Illinois, and um, they told us if we ship to Illinois, we have to charge state sales tax, but if we ship to Wisconsin, we don't have to charge state sales tax. Well, we live one mile from Wisconsin. Our kids live in Wisconsin. That sounded like a great thing, so we said, go ahead and ship it to Wisconsin, and then we just immediately felt the Holy Spirit say, you don't live in Wisconsin and you need to do the right thing and you need to honor me. And so we called him back and we said, ship it to Illinois. We know, we, we know that we're going to pay the sales tax. Oh, you're telling the story ship so it. well. I'm, I'm totally with you. I can hear you say, just ship it to Illinois. Just go ahead. <laughs> just go ahead. And so we made that decision, and the very next day, I was doing my bills, and I was in online on my account, and there was a deposit that happened that night from the state of Illinois, from the stimulus check that they've been sending out, that covered the amount of the sales tax that we needed to pay. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I just Man. felt like it was God just saying, yeah. you you honored me. You did the right thing. I'm, I bless you, my child, you know. Oh, man. It was just, it was such a blessing. So cool. Yeah, that's yeah. what we're talking about. Way to go, Katie. Boom, sister. That's why we call you the Boom Crew. I, I love this. I love this conversation because I, it's so easy to dismiss these things. And I know you're listening and you may think, come on, you Christians, you're so legalistic. Just ship it to Wisconsin. Just keep the cat no, in man, your apartment. No, 
but there's that's that's where yeah. your mind can go. Very yeah. Oh, easily. yeah. Come on. Enough already. And yeah. you rationalize. It's like, oh, I've been shafted before on things. It, what goes it around comes around. Out. It all evens out. Yeah. And I think that the difference between legalism here and following the Holy Spirit is legalism says, I'm doing this so I can look good to God, so I can be approved by him. And grace says, I can do this because I am approved by God. Yeah, and that's I, a great and word, And I have man. God's love. I'm yeah. going to act like it. You know, here's the funny thing, because sometimes people think grace is the privilege to live as we like. No, are you kidding me? Yeah. Let me get on a mini soapbox here. These guys that say, I have the grace of God to drink. You didn't need grace to drink. I drank like a fish before I had grace. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I can pound them back. You used to take me a six pack to get a buzz on. That's that didn't oh, need man. grace to wow. do that. Yeah. No, I'm being serious here. No, I get grace that. is the privilege to live as we never otherwise could apart from the power of God. And that's what you're talking about, young thunder. Absolutely. Because I couldn't do that. I couldn't live for God without his grace. Yeah. That's so cool. Hey, this is Carl with Carl and crew. And I'm so grateful that you listened to this show cast. Thank you mostly for being part of the Boom Crew. As we help you take your next step with Jesus, you're a huge encouragement to us. We'll be here again live every weekday morning from 5 to 9 a.m. Godspeed.